Welcome to another episode of Stuck in the Middle. Uh huh. Mm. It's a Friday. Mm-hmm. We're recording on a Friday. Yes. That's how you know this guest today is special. 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 <laughs> he's very humble with it, but he's special, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yeah. We normally don't do this, but today, you know, we just had to make an exception. It's like now, just play. <laughs> we can record any day of the week, man. It all depends on our guest. You know, and the schedule yeah. and the schedule, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, I know y'all wondering who's this guest. Well, yeah, I'm about yeah, to yeah. introduce to you this guest. Hey, do us honors, my dude. Oh my God, this guy, this guy is phenomenal. He's young. He's showing the next generation how to do it, how to get it done. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm sure he got the burning passion in him. You know what I mean? To carry out what I've read so far about him, and you know what I mean. We wish. He continues with that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Langmouth from Joe. To the pod. To the pod. Thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. You're stuck in the middle, man. Welcome to the pod. Appreciate it, man. How was your, you, you from, you coming in from New York. From New York What you doing City. in D.C., man? I'm here for a graduation party. Did you used to live here? Yeah. Oh, okay. A long time ago. Like, maybe four or five years ago. Well, not. Oh, so. I went to school in New York, so I, ever since I went there, I never came back. But I come down for parties. Talking about college? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I come down for parties. <laughs> come down for parties. No, no, no. All the parties is in New York, man. No, 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 no. But for the African, like, the Caribbean yeah. parties. No, I mean, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. Correct, correct, <laughs> correct. You want to get that true, like, you back home, this is where it's at, you know yeah. what I mean? And there's fish. <laughs> it's crazy though because he walked in right and he's eating candy and like my mom's just like you don't like my food and he's like i will get to that one <laughs> this yeah, man loves candy feel like a candy fanatic man he got a whole bunch of them man the funny thing was when i walked in right you know how the bag of all um, um what are those there's a sour patch yeah sour patches right they come in different colors mm-hmm. like he literally color coded it let's say you have orange Yellow yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and green Make together. You can't yeah. just eat two at the same, the same thing at the same <laughs> yeah. time. See, it was a habit right there. He's a man of perfection. <laughs> oh, man. But welcome, man. Welcome on, Appreciate it. on the pod, man. Mm-hmm. So let's get it started, man. You from Bali. Bali, from Bali, brother. You guys just had a convention. You know? mm-hmm. you, you In you Atlanta. Know? I was there. How was that? Amazing. It's always fun. Like Bali people, I always give them a lot of credit. They're so prideful, mm-hmm. but you know when it comes to their convention, they make sure like that pride is put to good use. It's not like you just sit somewhere and you're trying to argue about how your village is better than somebody else's. But mm-hmm. like they really show out. They show us young people like what it really means to be Bali, to be proud. It's great. I just like it. I always love Bali convention. Mm-hmm. I so, love Bali people. Have you attended um, any other convention? Like any other travel convention, <laughs> no, no other travel I was, convention. Because I, I was about to. Well, I went to a, I went to a Mankong convention once, but that was because the Bali people were coming to dance there. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's so this guy's so in church in Bali. Bali. <laughs> that means your wife will be a Bali. Bali, yeah. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't matter where she's from, as long as she gets married with me, she's Bali. So it's just like that's. Uh, I like that answer. Uh, I like that answer. I like that answer. Two boys, two boys. I like that answer. You heavily, you heavily involved with like like Hans, Sir Hans just said. You heavily involved with Bali. Like I want to, you know, saying like tell tell the people who you are and like what you do right now currently in Bali. I go there. To, I like to go to Bali. My name is Langmia. I'm from. My Katia in Bali is called Tanchi. 
Kadanshi. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm in love with that place. Like that's the number one vacation spot in the world for me. And I just enjoy going there. And then, you know, I go, I try to go to Cameroon every year. You know, my dad, a lot of family back there all the time. So it's just a lot of fun. And then I just recently got involved with some like non-profit stuff back home so it's just like that really keeps me interested to keep going back there i mean you say involved you created a non-profit yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell, 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 tell the people what the your your non-profit organization entails um so basically uh in 2011 my brother um his name is babila he actually i wasn't even really involved he was doing his high school senior project was it high school it was a high school senior project and you know they make you go all in out to do something like really charitable something so then he was like he's going to do something in bali so like one day he just sat and he was like he's going to go give money to this one school and you know just do that and he was like putting my name on all this stuff so I was just sitting at home one day and he just came and he was just like, okay, I, you should sign here. You should sign here. You should sign here. And I'm like, sign what? He's just like, oh, um, we have a foundation and we're going to um, go give scholarships back home. And he was like, I need you. I need you. I need you. And I'm like, I don't even know what we're doing, why we're doing it. He was right. like, it's for school credits, for school credit. I was like, all right, let me help you. So I did that. And then ever since then, it actually became serious. Like when we went to Bali the first time, um, I, when I, we saw the kids we're giving the money like i would just fell in love with it from there and um it's crazy like sometimes i feel as if now like i'm the one who started it but it was really him it was my brother so i'm forever blessed like to have him involve me in that and like give me an opportunity to really exercise like some skills that i never thought i ever had right so, oh by the way ladies and gentlemen bali is a village in the northwestern part of cameroon cameroon africa sir <laughs> Just had to, you know, clarify that. Because <laughs> our, our audience is diverse, you know. So you got audience. Like, what is Bali? <laughs> I got, I got, I got some history about it, but you know, that's some talk for another time. <laughs> uh, uh, you don't want to open that kind of. <laughs> so when was the last time you've been home? Just last year. Just last year. I, I try to go every single year. Oh, okay. To the project. So, what did you guys do uh, this last time where you went? Um, there? the last time we went there, I just um, it was a research project. So, um, I went there to just go collect data for a project that I was doing called the Balamore Scholars Program. Mm-hmm. And essentially, what that is is a project set up to break the uh, dropout rate that we have in Bali. Like, we have a huge dropout rate in high schools and in secondary schools is about like seventy percent. So, I'm really trying to do something to alleviate like not only like alleviate the village of that problem but just like actually try to eradicate it altogether so um you know that's why like i take the organization so seriously because it's just like it's it's not even just like a charitable organization anymore it's like we're actually trying to create systemic change in body like i'm actually trying to change some fundamental things that are just you know wrong yeah back there so um when you're home right Mm -hmm. um could you please take us through like a process of you know, like your daily activities, you know, who you meet with, mm-hmm. how you try and, I mean, the, the strategy pretty much. Yeah, so my, <clears throat> my brother and I, like, to be very honest with me, I always just like to go out and party and, you know, hang out with people and then you sleep in. But my brother is the person who keeps me in check. Like, we got to wake up. <laughs> we have to wake up at 6 a.m. We have to go here. We have to go there. So, like, usually when we wake up 6 a.m., we go to, um, we don't have really good internet in Bali, unfortunately. So, we have to go to Bamenda and we have to go to, um, 
Western Hotel, Azam. We have to go sit there and we have to go plan out our day. We have to go find out what it is that we're doing. So usually what that entails is like, we're gonna go meet with students. And what we're meeting with the students, a lot of the times is like, we're trying to figure out, okay, what is it that you need I'm talking about my students that we sponsor. Right. It's like what it is that you need um, as far as to it, like just anything so we can better fine tune our program towards them. So we do that. Then we meet with teachers also figuring out what it is like some of the problems that the schools, the students are having with like why, like in Bali, a lot of students are afraid of mathematics. They're afraid of it like it's some sort of plague or something. So I mean, we always try to figure out. We had a meeting with the math teachers one time trying to figure out what the problem is. And then so we do things like that. So it's just like we just try our best every time we go to develop our program. And could you talk a little bit about this problem with math? I, to be very honest, I don't really know what the problem is. Every student, like most students that I've come across, because we collect data. We mm -hmm. collect data like across like all these schools in Bali. Like, We've literally been to all the secondary schools, all, all the secondary schools, all the high schools in Bali, and you just see like students when it comes to math, that's just like the subject, like they're, everybody across the board is just, they're failing it. In so, my opinion, right, yeah. and you could attest to this, uh, for me it's like, I love math. Yeah. Math is like my favorite subject. Mm -hmm. And to tell you the truth, when I was back home, I didn't understand nothing in math like mm -hmm. i was struggling with it mm -hmm. now the difference between um africa and the united states is in the states you pick a topic so pretty much if you're in ninth grade you're studying geometry for example mm -hmm. you go to the 10th grade you're doing algebra right mm -hmm. back home guess what every single thing in a textbook is being taught to you so you're studying geometry, you're studying algebra, you're studying <laughs> stats, everything in one. Yeah. Of course it's going to be difficult. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I I think they need to switch up that curriculum a little bit, mm -hmm. break it make yeah. yeah, break it down, make it easier on the kids. Mm -hmm. Is that, that way? Is that something you, you your organization can advocate for? Like in Bali. Influence. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's dope. That's in dope. Bali. Yeah, definitely. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because like we are, we're trying to very much to have our foot in almost every single school. Mm -hmm. Not like, you know, we're here, you know, put telling these people what to do. But it's just like, we're just like, hey, based off of research that we've collected, you know, this is stuff that maybe would, you know, it would better suit the students so they're performing better in the math classes. But to them, the teachers, what they think from last time when we went, they were saying is that the students don't have practice workbooks like math is not one of those subjects where you can sit in the textbook and really read it like they actually need to practice, practice. it right yeah. so it was saying that like we need to get them like you know workbooks like they sort of have here when you go to school here so it's just like stuff that you can actually sit and go home and say okay they ask you a word problem about like two plus two and then you can sort of visualize it and think in your head that okay they want me to add these two chickens to these two chickens to get four so you guys um the organization looking to partner with other organizations because we talk about like having uh, workbooks i think of like you know another person that we've had on a podcast fatima Mba. shout out to fatima and jump africa who you know the the sole purpose of the organization is to ship books mm -hmm. to africa started off in cameroon and it's like african white now so you guys accepting you know something like yeah definitely like always looking to partner i'm always willing to share information like everything that i'm trying to do i mean that my brother and i are trying to do is it's all shared it's not like we want to sit there and we want to develop some sort of repertoire for ourselves that oh we're the biggest we're the baddest it's like no everything we're doing is to share because our entire mission you know at first like i said was to do the high school project but you know right now our mission is like we're actually trying to eradicate some problems in bali so anytime anybody comes with anything that can help us and we feel as if we can help them as well then it's something we're down to do it 
Definitely, man. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, uh, how old is this organization? We started um, in 2012. Wow. So, I think we're. Congratulations, yeah, man. Five yeah. years, yeah. yeah we yeah. started when we were 17 years old. It was crazy. That's a high school, that's a pro- school project. It was a school project, yep. <laughs> and y'all made it like live to today. Yeah, it was, that's the thing. Like at first, to be very honest, I didn't think that. After, I said like, okay, after the first year, after we've done enough to complete our our own school project, like you know, I thought we we're gonna be done with it, but then it just kept going. Like you just get truly inspired when you go home, and like we don't actually just go home. Like most of the time when we're home, we're with these kids, so it's like we're not. You don't see us at the um the weddings and all. We're not. I mean, we go to the club at night, but mm-hmm. you don't see us at like during the day. We're at this auntie's house, we're at that uncle's place. Like we're actually with these kids all the time, twenty four right. seven. So you guys sponsor um. All grade levels? No, 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 no. It's just secondary school into high school. Okay, so from that point where y'all started, how many students have you okay. guys sponsored? So, great. So I'm glad you asked that question because just recently, that's um, I was just talking about the program that we just started um, called the Balamo Scholars Program. Um, we just started that, which is like the first attempt at eradicating this whole 70% dropout rate in Bali. So, um, 70? Yeah, it, it's probably that way across the other the whole country maybe i don't know but it depends on what it is um the situations that i don't really know but i know specifically in bali with the high schools like from secondary school into high school the transition is horrible so right now the um the students that we have we have a group of 28 of them which i took from second from form four and then they finished through form five and then unfortunately a couple of them did not pass the o levels so then i ended with 23 but um that just went to show me that my selection criteria that i had at the beginning was good because you know if the selection criteria wasn't good then a lot of the kids would have not moved on to um high school right so um basically right now i could only really give you true data on my own these 23 or 24 students but um in the past from 2011 we've given like tuition assistance and school supplies to like over 600 kids oh wow in bali yeah and how did you raise this this fund uh okay so when we're in high school like we used to literally wait outside the cafeteria lines for people to buy their lunch and then you know we used to stand out there with little buckets and be like okay people should put their loose change there and people were doing that and we used to go to the Bali convention. We go and fundraise there. Um, we terrorize every auntie and uncle that we know. Right. Um, <laughs> this guy's a hustler. <laughs> and then, you know, we just, you, you come up with enough money. So it's just like, um, you come up with enough money. And then we used to just, we were really bad with it at first. Like I said, we didn't really think through what we were doing. We were at first just giving the money like, okay, we're going to create these awards. We're going to create these awards and then we're going to give it to the best uh, science students. Then we're going to give it to the best English students. Then we're going to give it to the best French students. But it was like, we're not thinking of anything that we we're truly doing. We're just sort of just giving. And then that's when, when I got to um, New York, both my brother and I decided that we're going to major and um, minor in social, ju- in social justice. And then there was this program at school that really sort of told us that like, okay, what you guys are doing back home is like nothing you guys are basically just throwing money away what you guys could be doing is something more systemic as opposed to just charitable like you're just giving like you can actually be Mm -hmm. fixing something Mm -hmm. so then the school actually started giving us money to go 
back home. So that was the best part about it. Like, so we're all we were all throughout college, our school was sponsoring us to get go back home every December. Wow, and that's that school is St. John's, right? St. John's University. That's great because that that's leading on to my next question. Like, you you do follow up with the students, right? After mm -hmm. Oh yeah, now we do. So now we do. Do they move on to the universities? Well, we only started this program. I told you uh just last year so they'll finish form five and they just got into high school this year okay then you know what happened in Cameroon with the strike so yeah. it's just like they didn't have school this year so but i tried we'll get into that one later i'm I have to think of whether i'm comfortable of saying that here but we, we <laughs> did we did some stuff while the strike was going on you know so that the kids wouldn't just lose all sorts of sense of school and you know so yeah, we're trying, we're trying, we're trying. So I'm praying that school start in September. So the kids, I'm not sure what's gonna happen if they're gonna have to do what they were supposed to have been doing last year or they're just gonna put them into like the next thing. I mean, it will be difficult to put them into the next thing because mm -hmm. I mean, it will be hard to, you know, grasp the concept and all why not if they didn't learn, you know, what they were supposed to learn previously. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, I don't know if this, I mean, I don't know if this topic is something you wanna touch on, but Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say. Okay. I, I don't, I don't. Well, consider the fact that you know um, our country was going through, you know, that little face. You know, I don't know if they're still going through with it mm -hmm. right now, but it was pretty, it was pretty uncomfortable mm -hmm. for most people. You know, um, kids had to stay out of school. Mm -hmm. You know, people had to boycott the streets too. Mm -hmm. You know, because it was getting really dangerous outside. Mm -hmm. um, what steps were you taking to? you know, um, accommodate these kids. So I was really frustrated when I learned about the whole strike thing. And at first I wasn't taking it seriously because I usually have this um, notion in my mind that Cameroonians, we're not really serious when it comes to this whole, we're trying to affect political change. Uh -huh. Like I feel like, you know, they open the brasserie trucks and then everybody's happy and then they're drinking the next day and then we forget about our right. problems. But this time I was really surprised that people were actually really taking this thing seriously. So, but I was mad that it was affecting the students cool. yeah. and the young people. So um, I was really dumbfounded and like from from October, November, December, I was really thinking of what it is that we could do because we have sponsors here that sponsor our project now. Mm -hmm. And they've given the money already. For, I'm talking about like St. John's University. I'm talking about some insurance agencies in New York that have already given the money. And it's like, how am I supposed to now go explain to them that, oh, well, they're not having school this year. So, um, and knowing the system that we have back home, I don't think these people are going to refund us our money that we give to them because they're not learning anything. So it's just like the project might be on standstill. So then I just thought, got real creative. <clears throat> and then my brother and I decided that we were going to do this um, computer learning program. So we were going to partner with the Cyber Cafe in Bali. And we're going to get these kids into the Cyber Cafe so they could still technically, quote unquote, be going to school. However, they're not learning like, you know, all the subjects. They're just going to be doing computer stuff. Really so the first month we started in January, we did um, Microsoft Word. They did they learn how to type all at night and they type yeah they typed letters and stuff these are things that they wouldn't even be able to do in school right. like because they don't even have the computers yes. so it's just like we did, did that the first month and the second month we did microsoft excel we're showing them just like you know how to calculate add things up you know just some basic excel functions and stuff that could help them with jobs that hopefully we can f help them find as well and then um the third month we were doing PowerPoint, well, the last two months we were doing like PowerPoint and visuals. So we we're like trying to get them to do like graphic design. But by that time, they had cut the internet off. Mm -hmm. 
So then that became a problem. So then now I had to get this guy, the guy at the cyber cafe. I would send him stuff. We would talk on the phone. And he knew some dude who had like a, who was using his mobile hotspot on his phone in Bamenda. So then this guy was using his mobile hotspot on his phone and he had a cyber cafe. So literally there were so many people in, going to this one guy in Bamenda. So I would send this guy that I knew in Bali at the cyber cafe all the way to Bamenda to go and meet this guy so he can go and get an email of stuff that I've already sort of made for him so that he can download it onto a flash drive and then go take it back to Bali and then go teach it for like the week. Wow, so you come up with the lesson plan. Yeah, I well just for that um just for that graphic design yeah. thing because oh, okay. like, that's something that like um I sort of kind of do now. I was just gonna ask you like what what, what is your background college wise or what did you study? Oh, I stu I study risk management. So the program that I have right now is not actually risk management. It's like insurance and stuff. Mm -hmm. So like um what the program that we have is an insurance program because okay. I'm trying to teach like um financial responsibility also to these students and to their parents as right. well. So it's like we don't just give them money. It's not like oh is this year you get the money it's like no you have to pay 25 percent of the tuition before you get the remaining 75 so i'm already assuming that they're going to default and then i'm going to have to pay like a quote-unquote claim and then that's the remaining 75 percent of the tuition you're really making good use of your education and <laughs> that's really dope and, and then you it's know, just man. like uh, we uh, give uniforms books yeah. everything else to supplement the education ladies and gentlemen i told you this boy was phenomenal <laughs> man i feel like i feel like it's pretty important that you know you 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 actually making them do something um vocational and mm -hmm. you know in terms of they're not just pretty much taking theory you know what i mean they're actually doing something mm -hmm. you know that would take them a long way because mm -hmm. you know for me i've for me back home um, our curriculum needs to change in a way that you know kids could actually be hands-on mm -hmm. with things. You know, so I'm talking about technology. I'm talking about, um, um, yeah, technology-wise. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean, like they have to be able to do things on the computer, which yeah. they would use in the future. You know, because every single day you go in, you study x plus y equals z. Where are you gonna use that? You feel me? You can't Unless use that at all. Be a teacher, you exactly. Know. <laughs> you know, and 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 there's a lot of teachers already. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of teachers already. Mm -hmm. You know, you need people to you know work in government offices and all whatnot. Mm -hmm. And the best way to do that is open more vocational schools. You know, mm -hmm. get students to learn Microsoft, um, um, you know, um, database and all whatnot. Yeah, and mm -hmm. that's that's the that's the way the world is leading into. You know, yeah. I mean, we don't want the young ones back home to be yeah. backwards. Definitely. Know? And then you see, I'm glad you segued there. So like in um, BCA, BCA USA, the organization that hosts the Bali Convention every year. Yeah. Um, I'm serving right now as the projects committee like the i'm the person behind the projects committee chairperson so like i'm behind them just sort of like you know following what it is that they're doing i'm it's more like almost like a secretary position but i i do see some decisions that are being made yeah so like we have this project in bali actually called the fishnet project that bca operates and it's basically for those students who are not going to you know school for they're not quote-unquote academically inclined or maybe it's just for students who rather prefer that they need a business venture to do after school so it's just like we're sending kids to go learn how to sew we're sending kids to go learn how to um be tradesmiths to be carpenters to be um mechanics to mm -hmm. go and do those things yeah. and then afterwards someone in the organization will pick that up that person up and then start their um give them their startup money to start up their business yeah so that's one project that we're doing 
in um, Bali. But that's with BCA. That's not with Rock Foundation. So at any point in time, do you see yourself um, branching out of Bali and actually implementing this in other parts of um, Pamenda? Hopefully, maybe one day. But I love Bali. This Bali, <laughs> <stuck in> Bali. <laughs> this Bali, Bali yeah, No, it's true because you know, oh, it's, it's one thing my dad always tells me. My dad always says this to me. Like me, you come here all the time and you know you've never been to Cameroon. You have only been to Bali. You think that this whole country is Bali. Every year you come, you go to Bali. And now don't get me wrong, I've been to Yaoundé like three times. But every time I went there, I got sick. So that's just the vibe. I just knew that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is your dad here or he's in Bali? He's between the two. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, but he's like, because he, um, he's in the shipping business. So mm -hmm. he's like always shipping stuff. And then he goes and catches it on the other side. Yeah. And he comes back here. So. That's some hard business. <laughs> right Especially with Cameroon. But yeah, that's, a, that's another story for another day. Yeah, so then uh, basically... Um, yeah, so I, I, every time I go to Cameroon, it's like we make a pit stop in Douala. I don't even like to even stay in Douala. Like the night I come, it's like Hot. it's just like I want to leave. Yeah. Like we, I want to. If I if I had my way, every time we go up that very night. But then my dad's like, okay, let's sleep. We'll go in the morning. I'd be like, okay. Home is home. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Home is home. You can't you cannot beat that. Hopefully someday, man, you gonna invite us to come to Bali and see what what what's in Bali that you. Know. Oh yeah, no. You see, I'm from the most beautiful part of Bali. It's called Kutanchi. Kutanchi. Like that's like. Headquarters. Which one is that? Bali Yonga or Bali? That's in Bali Yonga. Okay. That um that's the most beautiful part of Bali. Mm. I'm telling you, <laughs> there are a lot of Bali people who argue with that, but I'm telling you that. Anyone from Katanchi knows that Katanchi is the most beautiful part in Bali. So <laughs> when you go there, you'll see why it is that I have to be there uh -oh. all the time. Yeah. So how do people get involved, you know, with this organization? Hmm. With mine, I mean, BCA is open. Anybody can go there. So like, yeah, you can, of all, uh, can you let the listeners know the name of the organization? Oh, my organization, um, the one that my brother and I co-own is Rock Foundation. It's... Um, readiness open-mindedness and cooperativeness but that was a by force thing that we forced in there because the real reason behind the name was because i'm a real big jay-z fan my brother's yeah, a yeah. real big Kanye west fan shout <laughs> out <laughs> <laughs> so when we, when we were coming up with the name we were like okay we can't make this so obvious like we need to come i like the honesty uh, i feel you man we gotta come but that's the real reason why that organization is called rock so you know, readiness open Open-mindedness and cooperative; those are the attributes that every student needs to succeed and fulfill their dreams. Yeah, so I'm looking at the website ready. right now, <laughs> you gotta be ready. You gotta be open-minded. Open you gotta be able to cooperate. Cooperate. OneRockFoundation.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's a. Did you guys create this website yourself? Uh, yeah, you know, um, what they call it, Wix. Wix. Yeah, Wix. Yeah, Wix, yeah. yeah. Man, yeah, this looks still pretty straightforward. Yeah, man, it's uh, just drag and drop, <laughs> drag and drop. Add some sex to it. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> like in that stuff, like I always take pride in because it's like, um, <clears throat> I do like some minuscule like graphic design stuff, like. And so when we were doing the website, I'm always like trying to be like really hands on with yeah. it, make sure that you, it looks, it comes out right. Yeah, definitely. It's just like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. For some reason, I, I find that thing really fun. I don't know why, but. Graphic designer, right? Yeah. Like designer But I'm, I'm very amateur though. I, well, at least I consider myself amateur. I'm very, very amateur. So. But I mean, practice makes perfect, to say. There you go. So. I practice every day. <laughs> every day. I have, a, um, yeah. I have a fan page. I have a fan page on uh, Instagram. I have the biggest fan page actually let the nigerian, listeners know in the nigerian music space it's called whiskey news you go on instagram.com slash whiskey news you check it out it's there every day 
my partner and I in the UK, we're posting all the stuff that you need to know about Wizkid. We basically make the news about Wizkid in the Nigerian media every single day. Like before you see anything about Wizkid, say mm -hmm. on Pulse, on Hip TV, it would have been on Wizkid. I was news wondering first. how he knew all this exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been on Wizkid uh, News first. So we, just we like, was gonna appeal to that to that levels because there's so many layers to you. So yeah, let's just continue since you already brought it up. <laughs> the Wizkid thing, man. Like, how'd you, how'd you get involved with that? It's you like, you 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 just was like, I'll create a fan page for Wizkid, or is it something that you came? No, yeah. So um, okay. So <laughs> when I was in college, right, um. Why do I say it like that? I just finished in May. But no. Congrats. <laughs> Congratulations, man. Congrats. No, hey, 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 that is the perfect. When I was in college, I don't care if you graduated yesterday. You, you, out, you, out. you already got in your rim. Like, <laughs> I was so done with school, man. But anyway, so um, when I was, it was this 2014, and we went to study abroad. And like, you know, you know, you can study, you go to Europe, you go all yeah. over the place. So, you know, when you go to study abroad, most kids will tell you, like, it's not really like you're going to school there. It's more so like a mini vacation. You, they send you to school. You're there like three days in a weekend, and you're supposed to go travel and do all kinds right. of stuff. So um, while I was doing my own travels initially, um, I got into some little trouble out there. And mm. um, they, had, they, were on my, they were actually about to send me back. And, you know, I just really fought that they shouldn't send me back. And I told them, I said, I'll do whatever it is that you guys want me to do. Please, I beg, don't send me back home because that would be a difficult story to start explaining to my parents. <laughs> so I got into some real stuff that, you know, some real sticky, sticky stuff that I shouldn't have gone into. But, um, you know, that's that's college, right? When you're yeah. an undergrad in college, uh, you know, you do a lot of stupid stuff. So anyway, um, they put me like on probation. So imagine you're studying abroad. I was in Italy and I literally couldn't leave the dormitory. Like I had to be there at 10 p.m. They had to have registered me that I was there. I had to clock in, sign in, and I can't leave. So I was in that dormitory all day long. And this was the beginning of the the, um, the study abroad. The only place I had gone to was France. And that's where I got in some trouble. But um, <laughs> but the, um, so then when I got, it was like September 17th. So you can imagine like the entire semester all the way until December, I was literally sitting in this room, in my dorm room. So then WizKids album came out. This was September 17th, 2014. And to be very honest, I wasn't the African music listener. Like, I mean, I went to African parties once in a while because my parents dragged me there. Maybe I go to Bali convention and they're having the gala. I hear some of the stuff there. So the only people I knew was like, P-Square, Wizkid, Davido, Iyanya, and I think that was it. I didn't know any, maybe T.Y. Savage too, I knew it too. So it was just like, Wizkid dropped this album, I was like, damn, these African guys, they, they release projects out there. So I was like, okay, and then I saw the track list, and I'm like, man, this guy is like Tiger on here, this guy is uh, Tiger, there was, who else was on there, it was Wale was on there, mm -hmm. and I was like, I'm like, hmm, this guy is somebody. So then I played the album, and like, I fell in love with Wizkid from that day like i played that thing and i was like oh my god i'm like this guy's supposed to be huge i'm like this guy's supposed to be like the biggest pop star this is supposed to be like you know drake chris brown level or whatever so i went and i said that i'm going to make it my personal responsibility to blow this man up because i'm from africa and he's from africa and we're going to blow him up and then you know when i started the fan page i started realizing that okay there is like nigerian media and he's like 
he is already kind of big there and then yeah. there's african social media he's big there so it's just like i was i was learning along the way but then i just kept going at it with the page like i right. was literally i had nothing to do like mm -hmm. i was sitting in the dorm so i would just stalk Whiskey, and i learned that okay he works with like malik berry legendary beats uh dr frabs all these people so i just used to stalk their pages too find out what it is Wizkid is doing, what he's recording, where he's going to, where's his next concert, uh, what does he like to eat, what is it, and I, I'll post it all on Wizkid News, and then before you know it, the it was page was like, man. this was the source for everything Wizkid in the Nigerian music space. Man. Yeah. And he's not just talking about he was being in a fan page, like, it actually got him to meeting Wizkid, right? Yeah, uh, I first met Wizkid last year, in 2016 came to new york for um the one, one the one after Africa Africa Africa. Africa. um i mean not i mean i met him that was the first time i met him in person but we had like met and i was talking with his management like via dms and stuff because like he was aware of the page i think from even in 2015 and because like the page was popping back then i think right now we have like 270,000 followers. So it was just wow. like, he, he was always seeing it. And like, sometimes he would be like, oh, can you please delete this? Oh, can you please put this down? Yeah. <laughs> he knows like this stuff is going to go somewhere. So if you didn't like a picture or something, he'd be like, take this down. I'd be like, okay, got you. So it was just like stuff like that. And he would be like, thanks, G, you know, appreciate all the stuff that you're doing and all and that. And then so his management hooked me up. Um, so shouts out to Jada. Shouts out to uh, Doomy. They hooked me up. And when he came to New York, we linked up and we hung out, went clubbing, went you, backstage yeah. party. Like, you know, it was it was it was a lot of fun. I was thinking like I'm a fan. I'm gonna make Whiskey blow up. That was my intention. I was just like people have to know who Whiskey is. I need to go back to New York and I have to be able to tell all my friends who Whiskey is, play them a song, and they should be like, Yeah, I know that guy. So wow. that was just my intention. But then, you know, it really blew up. It really, really blew up. So even after I left abroad, I kept at it. I was just doing it. And then yeah. I got a partner in the UK to help me with it as well because the page was becoming too much. Like I needed it to run like clockwork, like 24-7. Right. Yeah. So when I'm sleeping, it's he's running. Yeah. And then right. when he's sleeping, I'm running it. So it's just like... We it's kind of genius right there. And you actually went to where you know WizKid, like it's always, like WizKid is always in the Yeah, UK, when he comes to New York, he hangs out. You know, he hangs out in yeah. UK, New York, all that when stuff. He comes to New York, he hangs out, his management comes, like, and I work, I mean, Wiz, he's he's really cool. And it's just like, um, because I told his, his manager, uh, Jada's always at like she and I we talk quite often she's always asking like what is, what is it that you really want to do like I don't understand how you're doing all of this and then you're in school like studying like risk management and all this stuff and I was just like it's just the passion I like whiskey you know Amen. and then she just really she, she really vibe with that so like that's why she likes to engage me in a lot of stuff that they're doing like yeah. behind the scenes and things that's pretty dope man you like diverse but go ahead so you gonna be back here for the echo stage performance yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I plan on being. I plan. I plan on being here. Um, Cause that's July Fourth weekend, right? If I don't like go on like my own little vacation or something. But so, I, I will so G. <laughs> You know what I mean? So you part of the team. What you say to You can consider us as media. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to shy away from asking you this, because I was at the one African music fest. In New York? Yeah. You were there? Yeah, I was there. And I came, because I was driving there. I came like late. 
and it was like doing WizKid because he was the one closing it. Oh, he shut that thing yo, down. That thing yeah. was massive, man. I was very impressed. I was very proud. I was mm. like, yo, Africa's coming. Africa's arrived. Yep. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. Echo Stage, man. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a big deal, like yeah. Wiz, because that's actually the um the start of um his tour because he's been on a break, like he got sick towards the end of last year because he was touring too much like he had a whole african tour he was like almost in every country mm -hmm. so he was just like he had to come back and he came here and the doctor said that he needs to slow down he needs to stay off the road for like six months so he's just been laying low so dc is like the first show on the blow it's going to be really big he's performing new stuff what other inside scoop you know say you <laughs> <laughs> stuck in the middle podcast real quick on Wiz. He just dropped he just dropped a banger with, with Chris Brown. We were listening to it before we yeah. went live. Yeah man. Af uh, African bad African girl. Yeah. yeah, African bad girl, yeah. I was mm. listening to it. I listened to it back to back on my way to work this morning. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Chris Brown, man. Dope, 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 dope record. Yeah, she uh Wiz is I mean, I don't think it's is under the cover anymore he's releasing his album sounds from the other side mm -hmm. um on july 14th and african bag yo was um came with the pre-order so if you mm -hmm. pre-ordered the album you got that track and then you know with other tracks like come closer that was the lead single yeah. that yo was on there so you know um the album's going to be dope like you heard it you album heard it? You got is exclusive? gonna be dope like the all the songs everything like Man, we like, got Whiskey is going to be. Uh, I have no doubts about blow. that. Whiskey, you feel me? I have no doubts about Whiskey is going to blow. Fire. Like he's going to like when I tell you this man has worked with everybody and like it's crazy because he has just been actually sitting on this music. A lot of this music that is yeah. stuff he recorded back in 2014, 2015 when he was out here. Like people don't realize how hard Whiskey has worked to be where it is that he is. Like where he is mm -hmm. right now. Like this is all this stuff that you see happening with him, with Drake and Chris Brown and all this stuff. Like this is stuff that he has been working on years since in years in the making it's not yeah. like he just came here and said oh i want to blow like he's been in the studio behind the scenes sitting back here grammy level studio, right? just Man. thinking like okay how can i do things with these guys make things with these guys mm -hmm. so like, even this chris brown record they made it 2014. wow dang man let me ask you a question right <laughs> let me ask you a question and this is not because you know i mean like you don't answer because you're always around, you know, um, I mean, you do stuff with Wizkid, you know, just speak straight from the heart what you think. Because mm -hmm. many people ask this question. The difference between, I mean, who is better? DeVito? Ah! Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. And why? Lord, 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 and why? Lord, Lord. Um, wow. Okay, well. You can just say next I, question. Uh, you see, I'm the most biased person you can possibly ask that question to, so I don't they even just know. Yeah, he, he, just, he just said that. He said that. Uh, I just separated. I don't think it's possible. <laughs> you're, into, you're into the Afro, uh, Afro oh, beat scene bro. in Cameroon, Afro uh, beat music in Cameroon? I just started. Yeah. After I it just started. No, no. I, I just started <laughs> getting into it. Like It just started. Oh really? Camera, I, I, that's that was a, uh, I, that was a I, low blow. I don't know. I'm not that knowledgeable. Cause the thing was that like I realized that I was getting too much into the Nigerian, not that it was too much, but like I just realized that like I knew too much Nigerian stuff. Like as I was doing that whiskey news thing, like I learned like all these Nigerian artists, all their songs. I was, I'm, I was like in the mix, like just like. Cause I would follow some of them too, and I'd be like, okay, I know this person about to drop this, this person about to drop mm -hmm. this, this person about to drop that. So it was just like I realized I said I don't know many Cameroonian things, so I started now checking for the Cameroonian stuff. So I remember last year in like April, that's when I first discovered like I think the first Cameroonian artist that I truly, truly liked, and that was Loco. Yeah, yeah shout yeah. out to Loco. That, and I bought his album, the um, 
what's it called again? This is a schizo. Is it? This is not local fan right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the album. I, I love the album. Skyzo, yeah. I yeah, Skyzo, and I love the album. Like he, he had, like I think, to be very honest, there were like some five solid tracks on there. Yeah, were like easily like they can be like popular singles, and I mm-hmm. think they did do that with the pure album. talent. I think man, he's out here. Album pure from, talent from start to finish, man, is phenomenal. Yeah. It's pure and talent. And I was man. I was amazed with it, and I said like, yo, this guy is really talented. Yeah, yeah. He's really yeah. really talented, and I just um, none of that auto tune stuff, man. It's just yeah, it pure was just talent. pure talent, pure yeah. singing, and like he he's singing. And then what I love most about Loco is that um, he's like the one Cameroonian artist that I like I know of really well that he does a lot to make sure that his music is relatable to all parts of Cameroon. Right. Yeah. There's the English, there's the French, there's the French pigeon, there's the English pigeon. He knows how to merge it all mm-hmm. and like it's all collective on his one songs and it sounds nice. And I feel like his his music could um could cross over, you know what I mean? To mm-hmm. European Definitely or easy or whatever. Yeah. Easy. So yeah. his music is really good. Like and I also he love. like he you know he tries to, you know, um um feature with other artists and stuff from mm-hmm. what I've seen, you know yeah, what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's trying to get like all the it seemed like he's trying to get everybody together. Like, yo, yeah. we could do this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like together we could really do this. Mm-hmm. So and, so from yeah. him, is there anybody else like or do you pay attention I to I pay the attention industry? to uh I pay attention to some. Um, is there things that you see and be like, oh I could show them how to do it better or uh, <laughs> Okay. No, I, well, I don't know about me doing anything better, but like, for instance, right? In terms of like propping up the, yeah, image. yeah, okay, okay. For instance, right, like Stanleyano, Stanleyano is somebody that you know I'm not like a huge fan of his music, but like he was, he's obviously one of like our biggest, if not the biggest, Cameroonian pop musician mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. is. <laughs> Shout out to Stanleyano, oh, oh, by the way. No, 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 think about it. Like if you, no, nah, he, he popular. He's the most popular. Yeah, like, yeah he's commercialized. Like you got the Guinness yeah. deals. All yeah, that yeah, stuff. yeah, Like yeah, he's, yeah. He's, that's fact. His team has done really, really well with him, and it's like his sound. Like his sound, like was very different than most Cameroonians. Like that, standing you know, like that stuff. Like people in America, that stuff. People all over Africa would be like, they'll li- like he, he's catchy. Like okay, I listen to him. Although you know, people you know can always say that oh he can do more on the rapping side and all now. But it's just like his sound is some of the, one of those like you, it's like in music nowadays. In my opinion, it's your sound. It's not really what you're saying. It's do you sound cool? Is the sound unique? Mm-hmm. And I always felt as if Stanley Anno always had that. So it was just like somehow, some way. Like I remember in 2014, he went to the MTV Mama Awards. He took like francophone artists or something. Mm-hmm. He did. He was making like all these waves, and he came here to Dallas. Went to the um, Afrima Awards. Did really well. And I was like, okay, like this guy, he's gaining some traction. Maybe he might be like our head guy. Maybe people will start knowing some Cameroonian music. And he did the songs with Sarko Day. He did the songs like he's done. So AKA, yeah, he just did the one with um, Mr. Easy. Exactly. Yeah. So it was just like. I was just like this guy he can do it so i'm still waiting to see like what's the next level stanley is going to get to but i think like he can be our premier um Cameroonian artist and then i really want loco to be that with right there with him too yeah so i was happy when i saw loco at the i didn't see him but he was at the Fremont awards in dallas last year too okay you also i mean you you're the manager of a dance group right called yeah tribe. oh yeah yeah tribe yeah. tribe yeah. tribe tribe that's talk, talk to us about tribe man it's not a dance group it's a dance collective okay so dance collective. Okay. we're trying to can you explain that because uh, okay so tribe is um it was started by um this all right everybody knows afrobeats dance right mm-hmm. it's big like in the uk yeah it's not really big 
It's yeah. huge in the UK. Yeah, it's huge. Massive. Like yeah. people do Afro beats like in the barbershop. They do Afro. There's this one barbershop in the UK. Like yeah. people go and yeah. perform mm-hmm. there. Like why people getting their hair cut? That, yeah. they're not watching like sports. They're watching like Afro beats dance live in front of them. Mm-hmm. So it's just like we don't have a lot of huge Afro beats dancers like you see in the UK. Like you'll see CEO dancers. You'll see Nokuible. You'll see uh, Ezine and them. So it's just like here, tribe. I'm, what we're trying to do is that we're trying to create like the biggest Afro beats dance scene right now so luckily we've done so well so far like we have the biggest afro beast dance in new york is your diggie and tribe we have you check her out on instagram i-z-z-y-o-d-i-g-i-e no no she's nigerian oh diggie yeah hey man i'm just gonna you know stop you right there and say man i need some dancers so a couple music videos you know yeah you know and they're making moves like and then another one this summer i got like three songs i'm trying to there's one here in uh um there's one here in maryland that we also is on tribe um it's chi chi you can follow her beautiful chi um like she's like when i'm when i say these people are big like I mean, like these people have the biggest following in terms of Afrobeats dancers here in the United States. So it's just like, um, along with them, we're trying to make Afrobeats dance like a big thing. And then also, Tribe is not only that we're planning to get into other forms of African art, just like you know, really being a platform for art, you know, to bloom and to blow up and stuff. So gotcha. Yeah, I'm just the manager. I don't have any talent, so I'm just kind of back behind the stage. Like, I give them the water when they don't. Hey, no, that's that's leading I, I, right there. I, I, that's that's I, good leading. I, I iron their uniforms from time to time. Yeah. I drive them to the performance. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. Shout out to collect, yeah, collect a little. That's leading. Uh, that's leading. Don't downplay it, That's leading. Shout out. What's the biggest crowd you guys performed? That's a good question. And where? That's a great question. You see, there's <laughs> really been too many. It's been what's too ne- many. Yeah. What's next? What's next for you in terms of like you know we're balancing you know what I'm saying like whisket uh, fan page uh, tribe dance and rock foundation. Rock foundation. And work. And yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to. My ultimate goal in life is I just want to be rich. I just want to be wealthy. I want to have an Audi like my man's here. Sir Hans. I want to have an Audi. Sir Hans so, you know, Audi. I'm doing DMV. whatever I can uh, yeah. to build a network <laughs> in which I can latch on to and take control and then, you know, really make money off of it. That's what I'm trying to do. Sir Hans got the cleanest Audi in the DMV. <laughs> Yeah, I'm laughing so hard because you don't understand how much this dude is trying to stay on the radar, man. Like, he's trying his possible best. Oh, to say that. <laughs> we blowing up your cover. <laughs> so hands is rich. I don't have so a car, but rich, I, want my first, I want my first car to be an Audi because you know an Audi means like okay, you're on your way to the bend. On your way there, like you have class. He was actually looking at Ben saying, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this man was on your way to the Benz. The Audi is the beginner sports car, you know, yeah, that's man. the beginner's like luxury sports car. And then, like, he's gonna move up. Watch, yeah, when yeah, the money yeah, gets definitely, there, definitely. He'll move up when the bags is secure. Yeah, but you gotta understand, the man is tall, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. doubt, I mean, like, I don't see another car he would catch. Yeah, 
Cause that's a ladies' magnet. In my car, he like he's just cranking right there. He's just like, son, how do you drive this thing, man? <laughs> he, don't, he don't even let me like, give you. He don't even let me give you right. I'm like, give me right to my car, which I don't mind, you know. Yeah, you know, because like, see, he's tall, right? So he's right. Got to hold up to like some standards. Like that's a ladies' magnet. I drive a white people car. You gotta have the whole package. You can't just be tall and dark and handsome. You gotta be tall, dark, and handsome. You have to have a nice car. Oh my god. <laughs> all I do Jump is ride. All I do is ride in the backseat, man. I just yeah. sit in the backseat. Back I'll be like, "Sir, how's man? What are we going yeah, to the inside yeah, yeah. like, now?" You see him right now. A woman sees him in the club, and he's like, "Oh my god!" And he goes and drives like a, you know, like my kind of car, like a Honda or something. Like, stop Anyway, tell the people what the future holds, man. What are you? What are you planning for? I'm just yeah. still trying to network. Um, follow wherever my passions take me um i'm really big on that just staying passionate about what it is that i do and making sure that i can build off of that and i'm doing everything at like the best level that i think i can that i know i can and you know from there that always leads me to the next thing like yeah. so and, you know sometimes in life i always look at it like you know you get into trouble like i did when I was abroad, you know, there's things that God's trying to get you to do to will back. Because I bet you, if I never got in trouble abroad, whatever thing I you did, probably never yeah. it, discovered I would have never discovered the whiskey news pamphlet. Mm -hmm. So it's just like I always believe that, you know, just follow your passions, keep doing what you're doing with good intentions, and then everything will sort itself out. You got to pray. Yeah. What time do you wake up in the morning, by the way? I'm just I try to wake up like six, seven. No later than that. No later than that. Yeah. My but man. I go to, like, on the weekends, I like to party. So, like, when I party, we stay out till late, like, three, four, mm -hmm. four, five. So then you have an excuse to wake oh, up. Yeah, definitely. Early. I mean, it's a weekend anyway. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you, mm -hmm. you definitely got to, yeah. Yep. So, what advice do you have for people, for the young generation that's trying to make it out here? You know what I mean? Like, please talk to them, man. Tell them. Mm -hmm. Tell them your secret. I don't have any secret. <laughs> I just told you. Do what you're passionate about. And don't ever think that it's silly or don't ever think that it's stupid or it's not real. Like, do what you're passionate about, like, you know, and stick to it and just stick to it and be doing it. Like, think of be innovative about how you're doing it. Think like, OK, how can I be whether you want to be the best at it, <clears throat> whether you just want to be different at it, mm -hmm. whether you just want like, you know, to sit and just create like some little projects, always create little projects for yourself, self growth, you know. So always just be looking at what it is that you want to do and do it and just make sure you're doing it at a really high level. Yep. Man. Hold up, 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 hold up. I have something. Okay. I know I know you want to cut the part short, man. I know you want, you want to cut it right now, but this conversation is so good. Oh, it's dope, it's dope, it's dope. This conversation is so good. You're cutting it off? No, no, no. I have to give a shout out real quick. I have to give a shout out to my Yeah, go ahead. To my home. Yo, this man loves his girlfriend. I was on his Instagram page. Oh, oh, you mean my girl? Yeah, yeah, I thought you were going to convince. I think you're sorry. I like that's dope, by the way. How much love you got for your girl? I thought that's what you wanted to shout out. I have a girlfriend. Okay, we'll shout out. We'll shout out my beautiful girlfriend, Faison. You know, hopefully she listens to this. She thinks I'm like boring and like weird and oh yeah yeah but you know she's not wrong with that man not wrong with that <laughs> she don't think that bro she won't be with she you she likes you because of that you feel me like that's what she was saying why are you like this man like why are you like this <laughs> she probably Promise you switch up. She gonna be like, no, 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 go back, go yeah. back, go back. <laughs> but you know, if 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 it if it really gets to that point, you know, where I decide that hey, this is the woman. Mm -hmm. Obviously, she becomes by. Where's she from, by the way? Just she's from Mankong. 
Mancon Chapa. Shout out to yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were gonna shout out somebody. Oh yeah, I was gonna shout out my home skillet, my homie, 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 Noella. She was the one who linked me up with you guys. Yeah, shout out to Noella, man. Yeah, that's yeah. the plug. That's the plug. You see, Noella, somebody has to be on this show. She's popping like Yo. every time Noella's Noella, she's Noella. always doing something. Like she's never just at home. Noella, where are you now? <laughs> Come on, stuck in the middle. Noella, that, Noella is a track star out there in Maryland. Yeah, man. University of Maryland. Yeah. She's probably, even like a track know that coach is. now. Like she's in right now. She's in Oregon or whatever. And she has a phenomenal story, man. Yeah, I'm telling like, you, everything about that girl is lit. Noella, come on the pot, yo. Mm-hmm. So I was just hearing her about her right now. <laughs> That's exactly. I was just hearing about her right now. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. But anyway, we're gonna agree. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, w- I want to just ask you on the pot because of what you're doing. Like mm-hmm. we see Rihanna, you know, in Malawi. Yeah, Rihanna in Malawi and who else? Serena is about to open up a school or something. She's working on a project like that. Mm-hmm. And they was talking about that on, on IG. The comments that was underneath it was like, why didn't y'all start here first? You know? You mean in America? Yeah. So why is it that when celebrities do, you know, carry out projects like that in mm-hmm. third world countries, why do they do, do they always get that flag for like, oh, why y'all not starting home first? Like, like the same thing as Oprah when she yeah. opened up her school in South Africa mm-hmm. and she was getting flagged like, oh, charity begins at home. Like, why didn't you open a, a school here? Mm-hmm. Can you touch on that? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. It's a very serious question. Um, if you're helping people it's okay I don't think there's anything wrong with that so why people would be giving them flack for that I don't think that's cool it's okay to say that hey and then can you also do that here as opposed to oh why are you doing it there like that's unnecessary so I don't find any fault with you know that and then like I said I don't I think it's even good like if Rihanna or Serena, if they're traveling the world and they're going to these places, it's not mm-hmm. like they're just sitting and thinking that, oh, there's nothing going on beside this hotel room that they put me in or whatever. Right. It's like this <clears throat> thing's actually happening in the streets. This thing's actually happening in this country. And if they encounter, come into encounter with those things, like that's good. And if, they decide, if it so moves them to help, they have the means to do it. They can help. So it's just like, and I don't think these people can't do that and then also do stuff back here so it's just like just instead of saying that hey why don't why are you doing it over there first just be like can you help us out too i mean to touch a little bit on that right Mm -hmm. i feel like um first off let's look at the list of celebrities in america Mm -hmm. it's long it's wide you Mm -hmm. feel me in terms of Paper length is wide. Mm-hmm. So if you got people like LeBron, you know, the, the, the giving out scholarships out here in the United States, you know, the building schools and all whatnot. You got um, um, Reverend's brother, what's his name? Russell. Yeah, Russell. yeah. you know, Russell. people like that. They're doing stuff here in the States, right? Why can you say, oh, man, I applaud LeBron for doing that. I applaud mm-hmm. this guy for doing mm-hmm. that. You feel me? Yeah. You're not showing appreciation. To those To those people Who are doing it Yeah But the others Who go do it someplace else You want to flag them for it You feel me It don't it's make cool. no sense It's not cool You feel me If you want to flag somebody Praise another person <laughs> Let's compare two things Let's compare Oranges to oranges That's just my You know That's my take on it yeah, yeah. The reason I asked that question Because with what you're doing mm-hmm. I'm not in your head But I feel like You're going to start a school someday 
You know what I mean? You're going to have That it. is my brother's dream for this organization. It's not mine. That's his dream for the organization. I and mean, if, but you are going to yeah, be a part of it. Yeah, yeah. So if he, <laughs> if he spearheads it like he always does, I will follow and I will do my best to help him with that. You yeah, that would be dope. <laughs> he your older brother or your little brother? He's older. He's okay. older than me. When you see him, he has like a whole beard and everything. You know. Yeah. But he's shorter than me, though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, we can start a charter school, too, man. Yeah, yeah, it'd be man. Dope. yeah, you could be crazy. Like, if you think you guys were in school back home, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you, it's amazing. Like, you go tell people where your tuition is back home compared to here, you'll be surprised. You you guys, even here, can sit and sponsor some students just on yourself, definitely. Like, That's yeah. very true. You, you, yeah. Yeah. So, it's just like true. it's very easy. It's not something that you should get scared of and be like, Oh, how am I even going to start? Like, it's really easy. Like, we were, when we first started, it was like we're advertising, yo, one of these kids' tuition is $75. Can you just pay seventy five dollars? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not that. Like, oh my god, let me. Uh, can I do three? Can I do like, one? <laughs> Rockfoundation.com. Yeah. yeah, one Rockfoundation. That kind of people go check it out. Mm-hmm. They were YouTube too, man. I'm just yeah. looking at it right now. I'm just like they got videos. I mean, if you think, if you think everything he's saying is just full of shit, <laughs> check the YouTube, check the YouTube page, yeah. man. It's right here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking at it. He's giving. You know, he's giving facts yeah mm. so yeah mm. hey, we greatly appreciate you coming by man thank How you guys people so reach much you? oh uh you guys want me to give him my phone number no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> i mean you could i don't think y'all get friends i appreciate that one um uh, you can uh you can i guess I'm not a Instagram. Instagram. Okay, yeah, I'm Facebook. on Instagram at Langmia, L A N G M I A. And I'm also on Facebook, Langmia Funjo. Same spelling, Langmia, last name Funjo. Well, I'm probably like one of the few Langmias there, so you'll be able to spot me out. It's the black <laughs> face. So, um. Spell, spell the, the Langmia for. Langmia, L A N G M I A. Last name is Funjo, F O N J O E. And yeah, so you can find me, and um, I like to talk to people. You know, I like to talk to people. So if you message me, I will respond. You know, I'm not a celebrity, so I don't have any excuse not to. You don't have to be a celebrity to respond to people, man. Yeah, but shout out to you guys. Like I admire this podcast so much. Like I just found out about it yesterday or the day before, mm-hmm. and I was list. I was already because I listened to podcasts, but like Nigerian ones. So unfortunately, just so I can hear what. <laughs> we're saying about whiskey yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but uh when i i'm actually going to be like listening to you guys actively and I, i'm going to i'm i kid subscribe. you not, I'm going to subscribe and i'm going to listen to the ones that i've missed mm-hmm. and then from now on i'll be listening to the new ones as well because it's just like i admire anything that one Cameroonians are doing to blow up because there's so many Cameroonians on the low Mm-hmm. Or doing things and then they're not getting recognition yeah, for that, it. That, that's why we started. And I this, really you know? appreciate yeah. you guys doing this and I hope that you guys will blow up too. You guys will get some really good ads. You know, agencies coming in here saying that, hey, hey man, put some money I, into this. Ferrari. Where are you? Yeah, so it's just like you guys keep doing what you're doing, man. Like it's going to whatever. And like you guys think like this this is not like we're sitting in someone's bedroom. Like this is a legit studio, man. Like I came in here and I was thinking that we're going to be in someone's bedroom. I was going to be (laughs) but like we're here. Like this is a legit studio. Like this speakers, this the MacBook, this the was a tripod holder thing, something I don't Mm -hmm. know. Like this piano, keyboard, everything. Like this is legit studio. So make sure you guys come through, listen to this space, watch this space. There's great things happening here. 
Man, I got a round of applause for that. Man. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, yo, you know, real recognized real man. Yes, you sir. Know? Yeah. I got two stories, man. One, uh, Donald Payne, that's a congressman from New Jersey. He wrote a letter to Secretary of State demanding that the military of Cameroon, BIR, Bureau Investigation Rapid be investigated for several counts of violence and human rights violation. You can see that whole letter that he wrote to the um, Secretary of State online on betatins.com. And hopefully that will, you know, take foot and, you know, the BIR actually be investigated. And shout out to Breezeville. Most of y'all might know him. He's a Cameroon artist. Uh, he recently had a song with Mr. Leo. Just graduated, man, with honors from the United States Marines. Oh, wow. Cameroon artist, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, you know, he graduated with 97.24% 97 over out of 100. Mm. So, yeah. I actually was in the studio with him a couple weeks ago. He, he just came back from camp and all that stuff. And, like, so it's dope. If you see Rizzaville or, you know, if you're a fan of Rizzaville, shoot, shout him out. I mean, I guess his fans already know all that. But, yeah, we just want to recognize that. And uh, shout out to Rizzaville, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Hey, can let them know how they can reach us. Oh, man, before that. Yeah, hold, uh, hold on, hold on. I want to say something, you know. Cause it was pretty funny, like um, in Mozambique, right? They say if you're bowhead, you gotta be careful. Oh yeah, I saw that too. Because they're using bowhead people for rituals. For rituals now, because yeah. They feel like they have gold. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's it's funny, but it's wild because like seven people have been killed already. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. Seven people is weak. Yes. So like this bowhead men are not going to work now. They they ducking God. for their lives. Yeah. So, son, you see ahead, head, get a toupee, please. <laughs> <laughs> son, it's like, man, anyways, we're gonna, we're gonna get into this stuff in some of the yeah, stuff. that's why we need to send more me? kids to school, you know what I mean? Yeah, sponsor exactly. them to get that education oh so God. we don't have people yeah. thinking like that's like wow. that. Crazy, yo, 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 shout out to you for bringing that up, man. Yeah, because, anyways, um, onerockfoundation.com, yeah, onerockfoundation.com. Mm -hmm. Please go, Lamia. you know, give sure. give a donation. You oh, can yes. volunteer, yes. you <laughs> could, you know, corporate support. Mm -hmm. Man, everything is on there. On the, you on can the website. Retweet. You feel me? Yeah, definitely, man. Like, we, 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 mm -hmm. we all about progress out here. We're all about, you know, Getting going from out. point A to point B and death and all the way to Z, you know what I mean? Just keep going higher and higher and higher. So when you see a young, you know, brother, you know, like this striving, you know, let's let, let's show some support, you know, let's help him out, you know, in, in, in his endeavors. Cause and shout out to your brother too, man. Yeah, yeah, shout, out yeah shout out to your brother. What's your brother's man, name? You know what I mean? Babila. 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 Shout out to Babila. Man, yeah. I remember in school, man, we had that one teacher like, Babila! Shout out to Babylon, man. Shout out to all the Bali people out there. Yeah, man. shout out to all the Bali yeah, people yeah, worldwide, yeah, man. Yeah, We're yeah, everywhere. Man. Keep being so proud of yourselves. We're gonna do bigger and better. Bali one chances. Two chances. No, that's bad. That's bad. That's bad. That's about to go, bro. That's about to go. SITM, the SITM podcast on Instagram. Every platform. Every platform. Send us an email at stuckinthemiddle237 at gmail.com. And please. Reply our emails, man. Yeah, reply our emails if we hit you up. And uh, also uh, follow <laughs> this man over here, dying. On YouTube, we are on YouTube as well. Uh, the episodes get uh, edited and recorded and put on YouTube if you like the visuals. And of course, follow us on Facebook and watch them live. Go watch it. Yes, yeah. sir. Stuck in the Middle Podcast. We out.
This episode of Stuck in the Middle podcast is brought to you by 237 Exclusive Radio, where you find that Afro Beats 24 7 365 right on your mobile device. Download the app 237 Exclusive Radio. And also by New Horizon International Food Products, bringing you quality food from the continent of Africa. We're talking cassava leaves, ndole, nchambu, eru, ugazi, ugu, bobolo. You name it, they got you covered. Straight from the soil from Africa that takes you back to that first home-cooked meal. New Horizon International Food Products. Quality you can trust. <laughs> 